0: Hey, hey loves. How y'all doing out there? Welcome, welcome to Galaxy Vibes. I'm so excited to be here today. As always, um, I hope you all had a wonderful day. Hope you guys are doing very well. Today is Thursday, so this is upload day. I'm going to, you know, do the very best I can to, you know, upload every Thursday as I stated before okay um at first I started doing this just to just to get over my fear like conquer my fear of you know speaking publicly this really isn't a public like I used to have stage fright and even doing like presentations in front of the class stuff like that, like being afraid to talk in front of huge crowds. It didn't even have to be a huge crowd. Sometimes it had to be like it could be like at least 10 people in the room and I would be like, oh no, I'm not that no. <laughs> like, but with my friends or close family, I'm like, yeah girl so, yeah. Uh. <laughs> it was so weird, but this is just a conqueror fear that I had and it came along with a lot of the shadow work that I was doing, but I realized that This is something that I love doing, and this is my way of giving back Um, information that was given to me, and that's what we should all do, and if you have some information, share that information with somebody else, because you never know how it might bless somebody's life, and help them out of the situation that they're in, and it might not even be them, they may be trying to figure out how to help somebody else, you know, and yeah, pretty much all the information that I gather is from experience and from the internet, but, you know, like you just never know what you can do to help someone else, and some stuff you might not find on the internet. You know, it, it just comes from experiences, or you might be experiencing something and you're like, I wonder if somebody else, you know, experienced the same thing I'm experiencing, and you never know. You know what I'm saying? So, anywho, those who are new here, welcome. How y'all doing? <laughs> By the way, I am goofy, so yeah, it is what it is, I'm very passionate, okay, I love what I do. For those who are not new here, welcome back, welcome back, I love y'all, y'all already know what's up. So, today y'all, as I stated in the last episode, we're going to be talking about shame. This is a subject that has taken over my entire life, and I had no idea that this is the thing that took over. This is what stopped me from using my voice. This is what stopped me from being who I was completely and totally in front of everyone, for the world to see. It's because of shame. And Until I really dug deep and did a lot of research, I still had no clue of of what it really was. Like, you know, you hear those phrases, like, you should be ashamed of yourself. You you should be shamed, you know. But it's like, okay, what is the real definition of this? What is the real root of this? Like, why do I feel this shame? Like, why? I don't want to feel this shame. I don't want to um, have anxiety behind this or that or whatever. But I do. That's why it's so important that we research certain, you know, certain behaviors and certain feelings and things like that. So you can have clarity on what's going on in your life our lives, you know, so let's break down, let's jump right into it, y'all, I'm I'm ready to, I'm ready to hop in it, (laughs) because this is gonna be kind of a long one, okay, so yeah, do what you gotta do, get comfortable, you know, whatever you do to get comfortable, do that, sit back and relax. So, you can also, you know, look up this stuff for yourself, you know, they have a plethora of information I'm not gonna say this all came from my brain because it did not. I had to research and do things like that in order to get this information, and some of this stuff is just from life experience, but most of it is from information that I had to, to research. Okay, so um, what is shame? Okay, shame is a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. Is a feeling of guilt, regret, or sadness that you have because you have done something wrong. Um, it's the ability to feel guilt, regret, or embarrassment, dishonor, or disgrace. So, shame is an unpleasant, self-conscious emotion. It typically is associated with a negative evaluation of the self. It's the withdrawal from your emotions and feelings of distress. Um, it's a feeling of and feelings of distress. Exposure, mistrust, powerlessness, and worthlessness. So shame, that's a bad mother shut your mouth. You hear me? Shame is, ooh, so poisonous. Ooh, it's so poisonous, y'all. Shame, now there is a such thing as healthy shame. Now, if we didn't have a little bit of shame in our lives, then we would never know how our actions affected other people. And you know, that would make us a huge narcissist. Which most of us are, but you know, it is what it is. But it would make us I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna be honest. It'll make us huge assholes, okay? Alright. If you don't like little cuss words, then you're <laughs> probably gonna be honest. <laughs> because I used to care about those type of things, but I really don't care anymore. So yeah, it is what it is. I'm grown. Alright? you are too, hopefully. If not, cover your ears, babies. <laughs> but anyway, so like I was saying, shame is very toxic. It can have you going your whole life just doing everything just all backwards, and having you believing that you're something that you're not, you know, or really having you look at yourself in a a negative way when you really should never look at yourself in a negative way you should always hold yourself in high regards okay so okay there's a lot to cover as you hear me turning the page (laughs) shame ultimately affects the brain okay and Lead to depression, anxiety, paranoia, and it's the signals that prompt us to alter our con- our conduct when we act in a way that we are not proud of. Like, there are signals in your brain, okay? And it, it prompts us to-, to alter our conduct, okay? So, when we do something that we're not so proud of, it sends a signal to feel shame. And this happens in your frontal lobe. So, it happens in your medial and and inferior frontal, um, is it gyrus or gyrus? Yeah. (laughs) Look at that, guys. But, (laughs) this is where it's affected at, okay? So, this is heavy stuff. When you feel shame, if, if you don't release it, if you, okay, sometimes, some people feel shame... Quickly and they let it go but sometimes that shame lingers and it can cause depression do you know how much shame you have to feel in order to be depressed by it and to be paranoid like anxiety yeah sometimes anxiety comes and goes and sometimes it lingers but in order to be depressed and paranoid that's got to be a lot of shame that's doing a lot of damage to your brain Sometimes, it, most likely, it comes from, it triggers. See, everything goes back to your childhood, man. That's why it's so important. I'm going to preach this to the day I die. Do you hear me? It's so important to um, do shadow work. It's so important to um, watch how you treat your children. Because the way you speak to your children, words are spells. You know what I'm saying? When you speak certain things, you know how they say in the Bible, life and death is in the power of time. tongue. It really is. You can really speak life or death over a person. You can speak certain poisons over a person's life. You can put something. Your soul remembers everything. Even if your mind forgets, your soul remembers this thing. You hear me? Your soul never forgets anything. So, it will, it will trigger some things inside of you when you get older. And you're not even going to know what's going on. It's because of something happening in the past. I can't remember every single event that happened to caused me shame in my life when I was little. But my soul does. And it reacts in a certain way when those events arise. Okay? Okay, so let's look at what the root of shame is. Okay? You can't know what it is without looking at the root. Or you can't know how to spot it or treat it or get past it or anything if you don't know what's causing it. Okay? So, when you look... You look inward with a critical eye, and you evaluate yourself harshly, often for things you cannot control. This is oftentimes the root of shame, and this negative self-evaluation often has its roots in messages you receive from others, especially during your childhood. Like I just said, you may have yo okay. Y'all remember that phrase, like. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Just by saying that, you can plant that seed of shame in a person, in a child, in an adult, and whoever. You, should, you ought to be shaming yourself. You can feel so ashamed. Even when it's something that was so small that you shouldn't even have shame for. It. It's like a, it's a mistake that you couldn't even help or something you can't help. Like, you know, say if a child knock over a glass of water because they got excited about something, and they say, "Oh, I'm so sorry," and they pick it up. They've already acknowledged the fact that they made them, they did something. You know, they they knocked a cup of water over, it and you know they already feel ashamed enough about that. And then here you come, oh, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And I ain't gonna lie, I've done it too. I've you know I've said those things, but I didn't know the damage that it was causing and creating. I had no idea. I didn't even know how it created it for myself. Like, I didn't even know how it was embedded inside of me. Because it was embedded inside of me, I chose to say those things to my children. And I, you know, I wish I never would have said those things, but I had no idea the damage that, you know, I was causing. So, or, you know, if a, a, say, you have a daughter and you wear some shorts It's not to your liking you gotta be shaming yourself how you look you gotta be shamed you gotta be shamed why should she be shamed you should just say um in my personal opinion i think those shorts are too short i mean that's not putting a negative energy on your child that's just explaining how you feel about the situation When you say you ought to be ashamed you're really just saying like i would never do that or i don't like how that looks you should change that that's basically all you're saying so why not just say that instead of saying you ought to be ashamed of yourself or you ought to be ashamed? because i mean obviously they wouldn't shame if they put them on Hmm. okay so all right so there are some symptoms okay um there's some symptoms to the to this word shame, this emotion. And I'm just gonna list a few of them, okay? So one of them is withdrawal. So this is when when you're feeling shame, you have felt like have you ever felt like curling up in a ball and fading away? Shame makes us feel like we are not good enough. And I have been there, done that, where I wanted to ball, Like, I've been so ashamed. Where I felt shame so deeply inside of me that I just wanted to curl up in a ball. I just wanted to fade away. I just wanted to disappear. I didn't want to, I didn't want anybody to see me. I didn't want to, you know, be in the public eye. I w- a lot of people have that know me know that like, I would sometimes disappear. It could be for multiple reasons, but sometimes it's because of shame. Um, it makes you feel like like you're not good enough, like like you're not doing enough. Like you're, especially if you if you've been around people, even if for yourself you you hold yourself at a high standard and you don't meet those high standards, you feel like you're not good enough because you didn't execute it the way that you wanted to, it to be executed. So you feel shame behind that. But you didn't do exactly or say you have a business or something like that. And you say, oh um, you're out in the public eye. And say your business is not doing as well as you want it to, but everybody has their eyes on you. And you feel shame because you didn't execute the things that you said you were gonna execute, or you didn't, you know, make do the numbers that you thought you were gonna do. Or maybe you went to a convention or something. Say you went to a convention and you have all this stuff, you know, that you was going to sell. And maybe you only sold five items. And you didn't sell the 200 that you thought you was going to sell. So you feel massive shame because it's like, I didn't meet the deadline that I thought I was going to I feel so ashamed. I'm just going to, i want to, you know, roll up in the ball. You know. So you withdraw yourself been there done that okay nothing to be ashamed of but I was and I know many people who are who you know have felt this as well anger emotional pain makes you become angry and you try to aim your pain away from yourself so you could be feeling sensitive you know, unappreciated, uncontrollable um, things like that. When you that anger is coming because you you're ashamed, and some people that's just how they react. They they want to take the the pressure or heat off them and put it on somebody else. That's how they gonna react. And I misinterpreted this so much in my life with certain people. And I've even been angry, and it's because of shame. Some people, I have, you know, I just think that they're just, they were just mean or crazy, when really they were ashamed. Shame is, man, we, I'm like, this person is so toxic. It's because of the shame that was toxic. The person isn't toxic, it's the shame that was toxic. And it can cause you, It's. it's it, what did I say before? It affects your brain. It affects your mind. That's a your mind when it's something affects your mind. Ooh, and' deep. You ain't tell what you might do. No telling. And some of the other symptoms you can feel is you can feel you know unappreciated, like I said, uncontrollable. Um, you can feel used. Can feel rejected you could feel like you have a little impact you can feel worried what others are thinking about you you could be worrying what uh, that you aren't being treated with respect these are some of the, the symptoms like it makes you worry a lot and it gives you like feeling rejected who wants to feel rejected nobody you know who wants to feel unappreciated Nobody. Sometimes it is uncontrollable. It's very uncontrollable. Like that's the worst thing is to, to feel out of, out of control. But the good news is you can get you can get that control back. Okay. So let's look at some of the behaviors of shame. Some people who experience shame you could you can tell just by their body language. Okay. Some people can hide it very well. They can hide it to where like, um, when you look at them, you would never know that they were suffering with shame. But people's body language will tell you a million things if they don't know that their body is doing it. Some people are masterminds. They can hide anything you would never know. Even they can master hiding their body language because they know that their body language can give them away. A lot of serial killers and other people, you know, things like that. would never know okay unless you really knew okay so some of the the behaviors is when someone is constantly looking down instead of looking at people in the eye you know what i'm saying and keeping your head hung low if somebody's just walking and they always have their head hung low always looking down they're ashamed they have shame and it, it makes me sad because everybody should be walking with their head held high but unfortunately it's not like that for most people and when people have slumped shoulders instead of standing up straight sometimes that's not just a posture thing it's because it's a lot of shade built up in the body and the body reacts to certain things too you know um, the body stores a lot of a lot of emotions and it manifests in certain ways um, also being feeling frozen aren't able to move not being able to act spontaneously stuttering when you try to speak talking in an overly soft voice um, hiding yourself from others crying if you feel shame or embarrassment so when I was younger when I used to be, shame or something or I feel shame, I used to cry. Okay. I used to cry, 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 And you know, I've been told like why are you crying? Why are you crying? What you crying for? And I had no idea why I was crying. I just know in my heart felt like it was breaking in a million thousand pieces. Just because I felt shame and I was embarrassed. And when my children became older and, you know, my nieces and, you know, other kids around me, nieces, nephews, whoever, if they would cry because I was a sensitive kid. And when the kids cried, I'm like, what you crying for? That's because that was something that was instilled into me. Now I understand why or I understand why my children cry when they are embarrassed. Children cry when they have sh- feel shame because we have we have programmed not just the parents, but the school system tv whoever have programmed to them that they should feel shame for mistakes or they should feel shame for this or shame for that overly shameful you know not healthy shame just out of control shame you know okay so let's look at shame is Mm -mm -mm. it makes me so sad because nobody should feel shame. Like nobody should in in a high magnitude to where you feel worthless. You feel like you're not worth anything. You're not good enough. Mm. Okay. So if you see somebody with their head held down, you make sure you tell that person, hold your head up. Because you are worth something. You are you are better than that. You you tell that person. Okay, so let's look at the categories of shame. There are four different categories of shame. This is just the four I'm going to talk about. (laughs) Okay. So, the first one is the high response. This is when you lash out in anger or you attack the other person to deflect attention from yourself in a very impulsive reaction. So, you know, you feel ashamed and defensive. You know it's basically when you it's basically being defensive basically Is that's all it is basically that's the long drawn version of saying you're defensive so you know you lash out because you feel defensive you know like that's just really what it is and so behave the, the next one is behaviors to cope with or conceal your shame okay so this is when this deals with making yourself feel small you know, try to avoid being the center of attention or not sharing your thoughts and feelings, concealing yourself as a method of self protection. I have done I've been defensive too. I used to be real defensive. Defense, defense <laughs> that was me. Anybody, look, ask anybody that know me from the past or even now. I'm, I've been a very defensive person. I will bounce that thing right off of me and onto you, rubber to glue or whatever you call it. Yeah. I I'm, I'm guilty of that, and I'm not ashamed of it either. Okay, it is what it is. I'm working on it, <laughs> but I've also um, had behaviors to cope or conceal my shame. I've, I've I've done this to make yourself feel small. You know, you it's not like you try to do it; it just happens. And I tried to I've all, see okay with me. I've always tried to make myself small, like fit in the background. I never really liked to be in the center of anything, the center of attention. Even though pe- some people might think that that's the opposite. Um, I've always just been thrust into the center, thrown in there. And no matter how I try to hide, even in pictures, I never really liked. I've always been in the back. I like singing in the background in choirs. I, I was always, I never liked to be in the front because it gave me anxiety, okay? Anxiety. <laughs> tour me up I couldn't do it but I've always been thrust in the middle so I just you know I, mm-mm. so and I never really liked sharing my thoughts and feelings with people because I felt like it would make me too vulnerable to other people because when I did do that would make me feel like I should be ashamed of myself because of the things that I thought about or things I wanted to talk about. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep it to myself. Baby. I'm gonna write it in my journal. And then when my journals start getting read, you know, and you know, questions start being asked about certain things, it's like, damn, I can't have none to myself. So I'm just gonna keep it inside. I'm not even gonna talk about it, okay? And it was just—I felt like I was protecting myself. I really did. And I know a lot of people who feel that way you know, my children, some of my, you know, one of my children is like that and I used to be like, you gonna talk, 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 but I had to realize that you can't make somebody talk, you know, you can't make somebody um, share how they feel. You yeah, only do that when they're ready. They'll just make them push it further inside. Okay, so, also, a person can you know, apologize, they practice apologizing, okay? um, they're either apologizing, well no, let's look at, let's call it what it is, this is safety behaviors to avoid shame or being discovered, okay, so what they'll do, is, people do is, they will apologize a whole lot, either they'll cry or avoid conflict, you know, and, and these are people who are emotional, they're avoiding conflict if they're doing this they made me more likely to engage in safety behaviors okay so you know constantly apologizing. i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry oh i'm sorry for every little thing i went through this before too constantly apologizing to people for what what for what oh i'm so sorry oh i'm so sorry oh i'm so sorry what am i so sorry for all the time, or crying, avoiding conflict. I've done that too. I, now listen, I'm an area. You hear me? So conflict, it doesn't scare me. But there was a point in time in my life where I just didn't want to deal with it, so I would avoid conflict. Let me just not even say nothing right now because I don't want to blow the situation up. But it ended up blowing up anyway. I don't even know why I was. I was just trying to, you know, keep myself safe, basically, and my children. So also, it'll be um, some safety behaviors. Is you know, it's behaviors to. Oh, let's look at another one. I'm sorry. Look here I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the next one is behaviors to repair shame. Is This is doing things to soothe yourself or apologizing to others. So you do things to soothe yourself or you just apologize all the time. This is is what people do to repair their shame, to instantly think that they don't, you know, to to instantly soothe that feeling of shame. They either apologize a thousand times or they'll self-soothe some type of way, okay? So let's look at the different types of shame because there are thousands of thousands now I'm just saying it's like maybe 20 but we're gonna we're not gonna look at that many of them we're not gonna look at them <laughs> I think I have like six I don't know maybe okay so the first one is transition this is when you have the fleeting feeling that you get when you make a, a mistake perhaps in a social setting and it's usually passes quickly and it doesn't create problems in your life so this is what I was explaining before like it's a quick thing like you know um maybe you are in a in a social setting and you do something you make a mistake you're like oh my bad blah, blah blah it goes by you don't think about it no more you don't hold it inside you don't harbor inside your spirit you know you don't hold on to it maybe you tripped over somebody or acting stepped on somebody and they, oh my bad, I apologize. And it's like, oh, okay. And it's over and done with. There's no lingering effects. So this is the kind of shame you would want to have. If any. Okay. So let's look at chronic shame. Chronic shame is a feeling that is with you all the time. And it makes you feel as though you aren't good enough. This can impair... Your functioning and your mental health chronic shame is a mother do you hear me okay it man when i say it is the most traumatizing thing you can constantly feel shame constantly for every little thing you do for every little thing you say for every little thing that happens around you you constantly feel shame it is traumatizing okay Hey, it, it just it, it just messes up how you function it really does it messes up how you move and how you operate um as a, as a it just it's, it's horrible y'all. It's, <coughs> excuse me it's chronic it's chronic like it doesn't go away you know like who want to deal with that constantly next one is shame in the form of humiliation. This is the most intense form of shame and it comes when we are critically embarrassed about something. Often this is felt when something happens in front of other people. So this is true. Humiliation is the most degrading thing you can ever feel. It's the most embarrassing thing that can ever happen if you are easily to humiliate. It's easy to humiliate you. Oh, this is such a crippling feeling. It's being humiliated is so intense. It it creates I've been humiliated. And it lingers. That's all I can say. It does. And it it it, is very damaging. So, also, we have shame by defeat. This is the type of shame that's experienced when we go through failure or defeat. Like, say you lose a soccer game. You feel ashamed. Like, because you know people going to be the victors. Yeah, we won. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to be gloating and celebrating and shouting. And the fans, they're going to be like, what happened? Like, what happened? <laughs> like, they out there on the field getting, sweating, you know, playing a game. It's like... I thought y'all was a chance. Like what happened? That that defeat. Ugh. I'll tell say you in a competition. A competition and you lose. Man. That's that's why people cry. That's why people be crying. Or they turn red or they or they storm off and this and that blah blah blah. It's because they're ashamed. So the next one is Shame around strangers. So this is the type of shame that goes hand in hand with social anxiety. This is when you reflect the feeling that people will discover something is wrong about you. So, you know, social anxiety is, I've had social anxiety before. I've dealt with that. and um, It is uh, very crippling. And you do think, what somebody knows is this? Says this about me. Says that about me. Blah blah blah. A lot of people who have body dysmorphia, they feel this way. You know, they are constantly, always thinking about, what if this person notices my nose is crooked, or what if this person sees that my abs aren't perfect, or they see that my, I have pimples on my face. My face isn't perfect, isn't symmetrical. This, that, blah blah. And I'm not making fun of anybody because I've experienced this, and it is very like crippling. Even though nobody is really paying attention, some people might be paying attention, but who cares, but at the moment, you don't think about that, who cares, you think about, do they care about what I look like, or do they care about what's wrong, or are they going to notice, you know, certain things, okay, so, also, we have shame related to unrequited love, Mm -mm. this is such a popular topic right here unrequited love and this is the feeling of not being good enough for another person okay so some people think unrequited love is when you a you know, person don't love you for real no unrequited love is when a person doesn't feel like they're good enough for you they don't feel like they have enough for you they don't feel like they can do enough They can be enough you know you would love them enough. that's how they feel It has nothing to it unrequited love has everything to do with how a person feels about themselves when it comes to loving you, okay? So if you've ever experienced this unrequited love, this is the most frustrating, but it's real. So if a person does not feel like they're good enough for you or even good enough for themselves... If they don't feel like they're good enough for themselves, they'll never feel like they're good enough for you. Period. And it's because of some type of shame that's rooted inside of them. Somebody might have told them they're not good enough for this, they're not good enough for that, or whatever. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what what has been implanted inside of them. Okay? And until they heal that shame, until they heal that feeling of not being good enough, they will never give you all the love, they would never give themselves all the love they deserve, let alone you. Okay? So, the next one is shame for unwanted exposure. This is making a mistake in public and someone finds out about it and points it out. So, this is basically, you know, somebody, like, say you, (laughs) say you fall down an escalator or something like that and somebody, like, records it or they'd be like, Zing, look! And any other way, nobody would have noticed it. But because somebody noticed it and they pointed out, you know, then everybody's looking and everybody's got their phone out pointing and paying attention now. You know, that, uh, oh, child, that never happens to me. So, so shame, another one is shame related to um, exclusion. So, this is when you feel shame from a group, not liking you or not including you um or you know feeling like that you don't belong to a certain group so if you've been excluded say you say you're in a class okay you're in a classroom setting like when you was a kid and everybody got invited to the birthday party but you you're gonna feel some type of way like that ain't get invited you know like why well, i ain't get invited and everybody's like you going to the party? because i'm invited and you're like no i didn't get invited you didn't get invited <laughs> well we did we all going you ain't going blah 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 like that's just that probably would have hurt my feelings back in the day but now i don't a man i don't care <laughs> nobody had to invite me have my own party but i had to get to that point you know what i'm saying And some adults deal with that, like they can't stand not being included or invited or you know involved in certain things. (sighs) Yeah. So, like I was saying before, there's a such thing as healthy shame. Okay, this is when you have the humility. Like, this is this causes you to have humility and allows you to laugh at yourself and make you know it makes you humble and teaches you about boundaries and. If you don't have a small amount of shame, people will have no way of managing how their behaviors affect other people like I was saying before. I can laugh at myself now about some of the things I was ashamed of before. I can laugh about it now because guess what? I I realized that it wasn't that serious. I shouldn't even be ashamed of these things that I was ashamed of before. Like, you know, how they tell you, oh, you can't have children out of wedlock. Like, I have three children by three different people. This is something I'm not ashamed of. I used to be ashamed of it. I did. And I used to try to, you know, stay with the fathers and my children so my children would feel like bastards and all that stuff like people would say they would be and all this stuff like that. I used to be ashamed of this, y'all. To the core. I used to feel so ashamed. But people don't even know the backstory of how it got to be that way. And it's nobody's business. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, yeah. I'm not ashamed of that. It's a lot of stuff I used to be ashamed of I ain't ashamed of anymore. Who cares? who cares? Okay. So the impact of shame. Let's talk about that. So shame will make you feel flawed. It leads to social withdrawal. It leads to addictions. Many addictions. Because I know I have plenty of addictions. Do you hear me? Especially eating. Okay. So um it'll it'll cause you to bully others the way you were bullied. Um It'll cause you to inflate your ego to hide the belief that you don't have value. This is what a lot of narcissists do, okay? And it'll leave you feeling empty and lonely and worn out, yes. And sometimes I would feel so tired, I didn't even know why I was so freaking tired. It's because I was keeping up the facade of shame, like, ugh. It'll wear you out, y'all, free yourself. It leads to um, lower self-esteem, definitely dealt with that. makes it hard for you to trust others definitely definitely true like I I I still struggle with trusting people I still do I'm still trying to get that you know all the way together you know because it's very hard to trust people um it just really is and you may um also feel um it'll make it may lead to perfectionism Or overachievement to try to um, counteract your feelings of shame. I've definitely dealt with that. Perfectionism and definitely overachievement because I didn't want to feel ashamed because I wanted to be perfect. Because if you're perfect, you have nothing to be ashamed of. But I was wrong. Okay. Because nobody's... Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has bad day. (laughs) Anyway... It can cause you to people please, okay? Yes, definitely not that It can cause you to avoid talking because you're afraid to say the wrong thing, yes. Definitely, this happens with children, okay? Children are afraid to speak or afraid to be open because they're afraid they don't say the wrong thing, okay? So, this may cause, um, it also can cause compulsive or excessive behaviors like strict dieting, overworking, excessive cleaning, having standards in general. Okay, this is shame is deadly. So let's talk about some healing. All right. So the first thing you could do is stop blaming yourself for the abuse that, that that caused the shame. It could be it could have been emotional abuse from from childhood. You know, physical abuse, sexual abuse, any type of abuse that caused shame. It, it could have just been, like, your parents feeling shame and they passed that on to you because they felt the shame of themselves. So, they passed it on to you or whoever, you know. Um, it could have been a teacher or whoever. So, give the shame back to whoever gave it to you. So, whoever passed that shame to you, give it right on back to that. Do you hear me? Give it back to me. Because it's not yours. And whoever they got it from, they give it back to them. Because it's not theirs either. Okay. So, you need to get we have to gain an understanding on why we behave in an overly shameful manner these negative behaviors were uh, coping mechanism coping mechanisms which inc- it, it could have included um let's talk about some of these coping mechanisms real quick so it could have included something like an eating disorder whether you binge you're binging purging or things like that you can possibly overeating emotional eating i've definitely done all these except for throwing up i never like doing that so i would just eat 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 sometimes i realized i was doing it and i still struggle with that y'all eat your feelings you know emotional eating is real and it's very addictive okay so you can also some people suffer with self-injury they they, they cut themselves, or they might burn themselves and they might head butter head bang in the walls and stuff like that or any form of self-harm, you know, self-injury. You may have um, difficulty sexu- with sexual adjustment. I've done this, had this problem, not ashamed of it. You um, over-sexualize everything um, or over-sexualize relationships. You become hypersexual you have, or you can avoid sexual contact. I've done that too. Or you can um, alternate between, like, you can you can either be overly sexual or avoid sexual sexual activities or sexual encounters altogether. You know what I'm saying? Just avoid it. I've done this. Both of them. Because of shame. Okay? So, because of the things that I went through in my childhood and even my adulthood, I've had things pushed on me that I did, definitely didn't want. And because I would think about that like, oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Like, uh, it just feels so just disgusting. But anyway, um, you can show yourself some compassion. Compassion is the kryptonite to shame. Okay. Compassion neutralizes the poison of shame. Okay. We have to treat ourselves in a loving, kind manner, and supporting manner, supportive manner. We have to think of a phrase to soothe ourselves. Like, um, I am worthy, I am worth something, I am this, I am that. You have to do some mirror work. Look at yourself in the mirror and say these things to yourself. Whenever the the shame arises, take a a break and say some positive affirmations to yourself to get yourself back on track to eliminate and eradicate the shame, okay? And we also have to learn how to forgive ourselves, okay? Don't make excuses for... um, We can't make excuses for the negative behaviors that we had or we can't make excuses for the people who put those negative, you know, behaviors in our in our aura or in our mind or behaved in a negative manner towards us, causing us to have that shame. Okay. We have to be able to see clearly, you know, and see the shame for what it is. And instead of hardening our hearts and pushing people away, we become more we need to become more receptive to others. It's important to work towards forgiving ourselves for the Abuse in the way we, you know, we might have hurt others or others hurt us, um, and probably ways we've harmed ourselves and abused ourselves. We have to forgive ourselves for these things. We have to forgive ourselves for feeling ashamed. We have to forgive ourselves for allowing that to eat at our souls. We have to forgive ourselves from the roots that it was, you know, the roots that were planted into us to feel this shame. These are passed along to us. We have to forgive ourselves for allowing that, you know. But it's okay. So let's look at some. Um the main thing is forgive yourself. You cannot heal from shame if you never forgive yourself, from, you know, for feeling that way. Okay? And for seeing yourself in the light that wasn't true. So let me tell y'all something. Y'all need to look uh, I, we have to deal with our solar plexus chakra. When it comes to shame, our solar plexus chakra deals with the relationships with ourself, okay? And it's blocked by shame. And it, when our solar plexus is, is not open, it's not thriving, it's not working properly, and it's blocked by shame, it shuts down our right to act and claim Um, and maintain our connection with our higher self. So your solar plexus is very important chakra. It's it's right above your, um, well, right under your breasts or right above your, not your belly button, but like your upper stomach area. (laughs) And this is where all your joy comes from, your confidence, you know, self-worth, things like that. This is where this is stored. And when it's off balance, shame can knock it off balance, okay? And it'll have you feeling horrible. And when your solar plexus is off, it's hard to have joy. It's hard to do that. We're supposed to, we thrive off joy. We thrive off our solar plexus, okay? So let me tell you about some crystals that'll help you put that back in alignment, okay? If that's what you're into. So, citrine. Citrine is really good about balancing your solar plexus chakra to help you eradicate shame. Because it increases happiness and helps you to look at things from a higher perspective. getting you in touch with your higher self. You know what I'm saying? So, citrine is beautiful. Golden Quartz. Golden Quartz is the master healer. It's high vibrational and it gives off high vibrational frequencies. So, in order to be in touch with your higher self, you have to have that high vibrational frequency. Okay? So, yeah. Um, Lemon Quartz. Lemon course is associated with optimism and personal empowerment um it activates cleanses and um activates and cleanses your solar plexus chakra so that personal empowerment to take your life back like hey i don't have nothing to be ashamed of you know optimism things like that tiger's eye eye the tiger one of my favorites this balances your solar plexus with um protective grounding and cleansing energy this is the stone of courage okay shame won't stand a chance against courage and this helps to remove fears okay because all shame really is is a fear it's basically all it is is fear so also you can work with pyrite pyrite is a good luck stone we know it's good for money and uh, manifesting wealth and things like that but it's also good for improving your creative and manifesting powers so you can manifest happiness into your life. You can manifest compassion. You can manifest anything that you desire into your life that's positive, okay? And it also boosts your emotional strength. It helps you look within um, through a mirror and helps you to be honest with who you really are at the moment. So it helps you to live in the present moment and to realize that you have nothing to be ashamed of. You are good enough. You are strong enough. You don't have to, you know, hide away or, you know, feel horrible about yourself, you don't have to do these things, you don't have to self-sabotage yourself, you don't, okay, so get you some of those crystal dyes, and there's also lots of other ones, you can look it up on Google, or look it up on YouTube, there's plenty of places, you can go to your local, um, apothecary store, or, you know, whatever, local store that has stone, selling gems, and things like that, so, let's go over some positive affirmations as always okay so i got my bell today y'all last night i had my bell so let's bring the bell give it all this negative energy bring some positive energy into these affirmations so i'm gonna say them you can i'm gonna pause it enough time you can repeat it after me you can write them down you can always go on youtube or facebook i mean not facebook but you can I guess you might find some on Facebook. I don't know. You can go on YouTube or Google and you can always look up positive affirmations to help with shame or whatever you're going through. All right. So take a deep breath in. All right. I have value and worth. I am working on my recovery. I am letting go of my shame. I am living the life of integrity. I am able to give and receive love. I am a worthwhile person. I am finding my integrity one day at a time. I am worthy of love and affect acceptance just as I am. My past actions or the actions of others don't define my presence. I can heal and forgive myself for the harm I caused or the harm that was caused to me. Well, all right, all right, all right. People, I hope that really helped you guys because it really helped me. I have to say these things. It's, it's always good to say the affirmation three times or do the 369 type of method. Once you put it out there more than once, at least three times, it sticks. You put it out there in the atmosphere, it's going to come back. It's going to stick, okay? So, and our brain also remembers. It's, we have good memory, subconscious memory. So, we want to put these things for our subconscious so we can always remember these things, especially when... The shame wants to creep back up because it might creep back up, but you have the tools to combat. Okay, so I really love you guys. I thank you for tuning in, listening to me run my mouth about about shame and how to fix this thing. Okay, so share this with somebody if you know they're going through this, even if they aren't, they just be more a little bit more educated on what the subject is. Um, If you guys have any questions, you know where to reach me on Facebook at Sabrina Smith. You can holler at me on Instagram at Kimberly CEO on TikTok at Kimberly CEO. You can also hit me up if you have my phone number. If you don't, it ain't for you. Okay. So, as always, guys. Uh, oh, 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 oh. So, look for me next Thursday. So, real fast. Let me see. I always pick. I have cards. I'm going to pick my card. See what our next subject is going to be real fast oh my goodness the next one is food addiction oh my gosh and the other two cards I got that it from is fear and shame y'all this is gonna be one that's gonna hit home because this is something I suffer with most definitely and a lot of other people do I know so let's just tune in next Thursday y'all love you guys. May you feel higher than the galaxy drifting in love and light. Let's go family. Namaste. Have a great day. I'm out of here.